This podcast is brought to you by absolutely no one in collaboration with just us. Welcome to Arter Hour, a place in between business and life where nothing is faux pas except for the phrase faux pas. Prepare to be underwhelmed and entertained. This episode of Arter Hour is about 10 things we learned in 2018. Hey, Sam. Hey, Hannah. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. This is exciting. First episode of Arter Hour. We're taking off the training wheels. We are. So who are we? Why do people want to listen to us? Something I've been wondering myself. <laughs> it's a good question. Mm-hmm. So we are Sam and Hannah. We are two local female entrepreneurs here in the lovely city of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. We run a digital marketing agency. Uh, we call ourselves Digital Storytellers, and we are very passionate about helping brands and businesses share their story online. Mm-hmm. We've been in business for about three years now, and man, do we have some stories. We've got some good stories, and that's kind of what this podcast is all about. So some of you might be wondering what the word ardor means. Might not know if you were born after the 19th century. It's Mm -hmm. actually the word to burn in Latin, which Mm -hmm. again, you might not know. Well, I mean, we speak fluent Latin. Oh, yeah, of course. So don't feel bad. But it means for us to burn for something, to Mm -hmm. be passionate about something and the work that we do. So it's half of our name. Our business is called Roots and Ardor. Roots because we're cowgirls from the prairies and Ardor because we're passionate about what we do. And the people we'll have on this podcast as well, who will con into being our guests, will also be passionate about what they do. Yeah, and I think we're passionate with this podcast and Arter Hour as a whole is to share some of the funny things that we've come in contact with throughout running a business for the last three years, being female entrepreneurs, and then also the lessons that have come out of those comical instances as well. It is like full body contact, like even like on on an ice rink. It's kind of like being body checked is... I'm body checking you into the boards every single day, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's what it feels like to run a small business. Am it I right? It really is. It really is. Sometimes yeah. it's like getting clotheslined yeah. or taking a hit by like a linebacker. Back it to is- the knees. <laughs> the whole thing. It's beautiful, you can, though. You can tell we're sports people, right? But it's a beautiful experience, right? It is. It yeah, is. It's and very cathartic. But it's also, it's also something that builds community as well because anyone that is an entrepreneur or even a freelancer as well knows that struggle of maybe living, you know, almost in business terms, paycheck to paycheck, Mm -hmm. you know, balancing out how your finances look. Getting a bookkeeper is one of the best things we Mm -hmm. ever did as a business. And we did not know about at the outset. We did not. It was, that was honestly a life changing decision that we made as a business. And I think that there's so many things that we can share and sort of build a community around just sort of these things that people within business and life and entrepreneurship can really relate to. I have a question for you, Hannah. Yes. Do you know that a debit receipt is not the full receipt? I I learned that. I learned that from you. And it really did change my life and has me my heart palpitating a little bit right now thinking about it. But Thinking about all the receipts gone by. Yes. Yes. That weren't claimed. No, no. I don't need the itemized. Don't worry. Don't Don't worry about it. I have the debit slip. (laughs) That was a big one. Mm -hmm. That was a big one. So if there's anything you're going to take away from episode one, your debit slip, not a tax write-off. That's it. We're done. Drop the mic here. One more thing that should be put out here as a disclaimer is that this program is not an hour. You are welcome. It is not an Arter hour. It just sounds better than Arter 15 minutes. Yeah, 
It's full of ardor, but not quite an hour. Well, here's a big tease. Should we talk about what, we're, what we want to talk about today? Yes. Okay. It's 10 lessons we've learned in 2018. Yes. So we are first couple months into 2019. And it's also, it's always such an interesting time of year. It's reflection. It's, you know, looking back at all of the different things that you went through in the year previous and kind of a time to say, okay, what did I learn? And Mm -hmm. and what am I going to focus on going into the new year? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's It's cheesy. It's a good time to cry under your bed sheets. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's cheesy in a way, you know, everyone says, you know, set those new year's resolutions and say, okay, what, what are you going to do for this next year, but it really is important to do that in business. And mm-hmm. we found that every single year that mm-hmm. we set our minds into what happened in the last year and then we move forward and it's worked out pretty good for us. So Hannah and I in our inaugural year of business actually had something that looked like a flow chart <laughs> where we would we would write goals in bubbles and then draw a line to another goal and write that in a bubble. And then a year passed and we looked back on that diagram and thought, oh, We've actually accomplished a lot of those bubbles. All of them. I mean, you made fun of me for the idea. I was like, Sam, let's say, let's put a bubble in the middle and it says 2018 and then a line going up and saying revenue of this month and then like hire lawyer, hire bookkeeper, Mm -hmm. again, learning those lessons. And Mm -hmm. we actually ended up doing that and, Mm -hmm. and setting out goals about how many clients we wanted. And you know what? She made fun of me, but she loved ticking off those, those bubbles at the end of the year, didn't you? I did. I really did. (laughs) There's a good lesson here about manifestation. Mm -hmm. Actually, my first boss ever told me to go home because I was such a terrible employee. It's meant to be an entrepreneur and make a vision board about what I wanted my life to look like. So on the vision board, I put like a lot of photos of Daniel Craig, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) But I also put some professional items and to look at that vision board, like a poster board, like a pretty in pink sort of 1980s scenario and picture my life there. And I feel like our little bubble diagram was our vision board. Like it was like a poor man's vision board. <laughs> yeah, we didn't cut out magazines. We yeah. didn't have any scissors or glue or tape. Because we, we just were had poor. a pen. <laughs> because we couldn't afford office supplies. Yeah. And honestly, this year, third year end, we just bought staplers. We really did. And because they're white. because our bookkeeper requested it. She yeah. said, ladies, don't be afraid of a stapler when sending in your receipts. <laughs> So in addition to the lesson we learned about bubble charts and vision boards, here are the 10 things that we learned in 2018. Sam, do you want the first one? I'll take it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Your wine glass is empty. That's right. I, uh, we can't start this reflection. Plug, plug, plug. Can you hear that? It's the most beautiful sound in the world. It really is. Number one. Drink lots of wine. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. My, my glass is full now too. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, number one. What seems like a really big deal in January is often forgotten by March. 100%. That is that is a perfect place to start mm-hmm. because it's like what what's a big deal right, right now, now isn't going to be a big deal in, in a couple months. And you obsess over it. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the tried trope of actually like obsessing over things that don't really matter, mm-hmm. like the day-to-day things that really get you caught up and you look back in a month and you think, was that important at all? Exactly. It's perspective, right? Totally. I always call it zooming out, mm-hmm. right? I work with cameras a lot, so I know these really like fancy she terms. She lost me there with her techie <laughs> terms. But zooming out, right? Because we're so, we, we naturally want to zoom in on what's wrong and what's happening. And as soon as you zoom out, you say, hey, 
things are okay. Yeah, this sucks. This is a bad day in business and those days are always going to happen. But as soon as you zoom out in that camera lens, you can kind of look at the big picture and say, no, things are going to be okay. But sometimes it does take a little bit of time to get mm-hmm. there. Because in year one, we we did not have that that Everything scope. was wrong. Yeah, everything yeah. was wrong and everything was terrifying mm-hmm. because we were we were too young and too early in our business to know mm-hmm. that things were going to work out. Yeah. You're too young to know that everything's going to be okay and even if you're starting, you know, business later in life or in a second stage, honestly, things change so much in a week, two weeks, a month. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. What's that old saying? Um hold the vision and trust the process. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. I love that old saying. I love old sayings. I love old, old sayings. Sam loves old sayings. That's why we love Latin. (laughs) To burn. Okay, so number two, a lot like number one, what seems like a really big big deal on Monday is often forgotten by Friday. Again, Mm -hmm. to the same point, even a couple days can make such a Mm -hmm. massive difference. So the biggest lesson there is to kind of take a deep breath, understand that even if it seems like a massive deal, most likely it's not going to be a big deal in a couple days or a couple weeks. And we live this every single week. Like mm-hmm. today, for example, we woke up, it's a holiday Monday, and one of our um, team members said that she has been locked out of five of our clients' accounts because of Instagram <laughs> security. And immediately we could freak out and stay in bed for the rest of the day and feel like, oh my God, yikes. Now we have to go through the security measures for five different huge clients. But... On Friday, what do you think, Hannah? Do you think we'll be in there and rolling? I think we'll be fine. I mean, even today, a glass of wine sort of made it go away. And obviously, we care and we are so invested in our clients and we don't want anything to go wrong. But at the end of the day, you you don't have any control over that type Mm -hmm. of stuff. Things are going to go wrong because softwares are going to happen. Technology is going to fail you at certain points. And sometimes your own team is going to fail you. And you have to realize that having a perspective where... Just figure out what the solution is and move forward mm-hmm. with it. And sometimes, yeah, it's going to be tough with clients and explaining that to them. But most of the time, it's going to be fine. Very few of us are saving lives here, at least in the digital media arena. Mm-hmm. So I think that we can sort of take the wins with the losses and move on. Yeah. Which brings us to our next lesson. Yeah. Number three, you are as strong and as polished as the most junior member of your team. Any mistake that's made on the ground floor of your company affects the skyline. And you'll need to own that. So true. Because it's so easy to say, oh, that wasn't me that made that mistake. That was a member of our team. But you're a unit. Mm -hmm. You are all interconnected. And as business owners, as entrepreneurs and the founders of a company, you have to own that. You have to take responsibility for that, which I think most people understand and most people know. And you said it perfectly, whatever affects the ground floor affects the skyline. You're never above it, no no matter how big your company gets. You're mm-hmm. always responsible for that. Yeah, you're going to have to apologize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've learned that a lot in this last year in 2018. There's always going to be moments, like we just said, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, with the same perspective of if it's a big deal today, it might not be a big deal tomorrow. But you are going to always face those moments as business owners and in life, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as life. You can't mm-hmm. control what's going to happen in your life. You can't control what's going to happen in business. It's mm-hmm. all the way that you approach it. And mm-hmm. it's all the way that you work with your team because your team is going to respect you more if you take responsibility for things no matter what, mm-hmm. right? For mistakes. I mean, I think every business makes mistakes here and there. And I think, honestly, it's just a, it's a human fallacy. And as long as you're willing to sort of stare down that barrel as a business owner and understand that there's going to be those highs and lows and you can't be everywhere at once and you have to trust your team, 
Um, yeah. I wish we could. Man. I wish we could too. I really wish we could. Yeah, sometimes. I wish we could be in Bermuda. I know. I wish we could be on vacation, be but really still nice. working. And you know, I mean, like we have so many stories around mm-hmm. this where there's been times where team members have, have had mistakes happen because mm-hmm. again, it's going to happen. Like, you know, maybe stopping posting for a couple weeks on a certain platform that we won't mention. And it's that's just, Twitter. it's Twitter. Who tweets anymore? <laughs> Can we be honest? We don't no think Twitter is relevant. Trump tweets. Yeah. Trump tweets. Maybe that's, Enough said. maybe that's where the fall of Twitter is gone. But it's true. I mean, like that that happened to us. And our client had, you know, came to us and said, you know, hey, this is this is happening hey, right Twitter now. Twitter hasn't been very lively in a while. <laughs> AKA it's gone dead in the water. There's a predator on the loose. <laughs> and and you know, again, we were we were so dumbfounded. Horribly by ashamed. It. Horribly ashamed and, and just mortified. And we did something to rectify the situation. We put an entire campaign of our whole, our own, you know, money and took that loss in order to rectify the situation. But it was a mistake and it happened. And guess what? We owned it at the sky level. Mm-hmm. Even though like I don't think we're really at the sky level yet. I feel like we're on no. like the fifth floor. When we're speaking of the sky level, <laughs> we're talking about it's a bungalow <laughs> and we're on a ladder that's going up to the attic. <laughs> And the ground, the ground floor is maybe like two feet below us. Yeah, that's that's the essentially the sky level we're referring to. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that, you know, twenty-seven yeah, story one day. So the next lesson, number four. This is a big one, guys. Guys, get it's out your enough. notepads. DoorDash, Uber Eats, skip the dishes is not an office expense. We know because our bookkeeper told us she did. She said, you will be flagged. You will be flagged. If you order one more salad. One more salad off DoorDash for the team. It's one not an office expense. roll, <laughs> and you guys are done. No more sashimi. Toast. No more team sashimi. No. It was, a tough, it was a tough realization, but it was a good one because good one. being audited would suck. Yeah. And we want to follow the rules. And we're still praying, by the way. I go to bed every night and pray to Sister Mary. <laughs> okay, number five. Laughter is still the only antidote to an irrational situation professionally or personally. Anger is so cheap, it's free. So true. Mm-hmm. Whenever Sam has one of her hissy fits or <laughs> anger fits, I'm just like, Sam, anger is cheap, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and it just cures it all right there, right then and there. It's so true, though. And I think that it is something that we've had to stay almost focused on. There's been definitely times in the last three years where there, you know, there's mountains and then there's valleys and there's mm-hmm. peaks and valleys. And, and when we're in those really low points, it's sometimes really hard to laugh. Well, and let's be real. People are going to piss you off. Oh, for sure. In your own company, outside of it, um, there's so many factors that you actually can't control. And it's really easy to respond to something when it's not going your way and be upset about it mm-hmm. and say, I'm not angry about this. And, you know, it should be this other way. But honestly, like, that's just the fact of life. It's going to be a difficult journey. Mm-hmm. And being in the service industry, you really have to figure out how to navigate all types of personalities and all types of industries and all types of situations. And we're not always experts at it, but what we are experts at is sort of laughing off the more challenging things. I'm going to bring another technical term with the camera into this one okay. and say it's a change of the lens. Oh my God. Right? I've talked about zooming in and yes, I've talked no, about I changing the lens. There's a bit of theme here. <laughs> yes. But it is true because it is. It is, it is like changing the lens out on the body of your camera and mm-hmm. saying, okay, yeah, 
things are tough, but mm-hmm. if I can change the lens and, and think about this in a different way and sometimes laugh things off. And you mentioned yeah. it earlier too. It's, it isn't like we're saving lives. And yes, for sure. We take our business very seriously. We care about the work that we do. We care about our clients and we care about our team. And we care about each other as partners. But at the end of the day, if you take everything so seriously, you are going to run yourself into mm-hmm. the ground because you're going to there's things that are going to go wrong. And then every time something goes wrong, if you're going to take it so hard and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. take that out on your team or, you know, respond negatively to a client, that's going to impact your business more than just saying, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm going to laugh this off. We're going to try and think about this in a different way, change that lens on the perspective of it Mm -hmm. and move on. It's like looking at shit with a 50 millimeter. (laughs) So much more delicate. (laughs) Don't you think? Totally. Yeah. It's like zooming in on yeah. a nice plop of, of dog shit yeah. with a 50 mil. Thinking, oh my God, isn't that beautiful? It's you beautiful. can see the steam rising. <laughs> yeah, very technical camera terms we're getting here. Okay, number six. We'll move on from the dog shit. Okay, getting lost in the pushing and striving and climbing is the natural state of the entrepreneur. Getting lost in travel, a wellness week, or a meditation class is not a luxury. It is a necessity. Amen. Amen, sister. Number six is speaking six. to me. Totally. Because speaking it's- the gospel. You know, it, it's, it is this thing where, I will be honest, in year one, mm-hmm. we definitely didn't know this. And we did not yeah. grasp this, even year two. Yeah. And even going into year three, I still don't think we really, really have it, but we're getting there. Vacation is still a little bit of a foreign word. And we talk a lot about work-life balance and sort of figuring out because we don't work a traditional nine to five mm-hmm. and finding that time for ourselves and for our partners and, and the to get work, away. The work never ends never for us. Ends. There's right? no such thing even like on a holiday Monday. Yeah. Right? Totally. Because again, going back to the shit theme, mm-hmm. shit will hit the fan mm-hmm. whenever it wants to. Mm-hmm. So as entrepreneurs and as business owners, you have to find those moments where you mm-hmm. really can disconnect and mm-hmm. lean on people when you need to, mm-hmm. whether it's your team or your partner or mm-hmm. or different elements of your business. But again, like you say, it's it's not a luxury, it's a necessity because mm-hmm. we both have noticed that whenever we come back and we really do take a moment or take a wellness day or a wellness mm-hmm. week or actually take vacation, we come back the best version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we are able to give back to our business, to Roots and Ardor, in a way that we wouldn't have been able to if we were burnt out. Absolutely. I mean, I just recently came back from five weeks in New York. I was doing a writing course there and I couldn't have done it if Hannah and our entire team was not supportive and wonderful and amazing. And we're like, yeah, you should go because I would have been crippled with like this entrepreneurial guilt. Why am I here? Why am I doing this? I should be back home. And yet everything was just fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm so like deeply grateful for that support and it was so important for me as a person and as a professional to sort of progress and like have this different experience and be somewhere else. And we forget that so easily when we're in that very real grind of building a business mm-hmm. and allowing a business to hit its stride, especially in like year three. Yeah. And I think that, year. Yes, big time. And I think that guilt guilt can be something Mm -hmm. that can be debilitating in so many different ways too, Mm -hmm. because it can be terrible in personal relationships and it can be so bad in business because at the end of the day, you have to understand that the things that you're going to do to take care of yourself are just as important. Again, like you said, of this, of the striving and climbing that mountain in a business and never feeling guilty for doing what you need to do for, Mm -hmm. do for yourself. But 
You know, if anyone's listening to this that have just started a business or are just in that first year, we get it because we did not have this mastered in that first year either. Mm -hmm. But if you can find a way through the grind and the absolute, you know, like struggle of getting through that first year in business to take those moments and take those days to take care of yourself – I can honestly say, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist and I'm not a doctor and I mean, I'm not diagnosing it, but I'm saying that I truly believe that your business will be at a, better off because the days that you're putting in time, you're going to be in a clearer mm-hmm. state of mind. Yeah, absolutely. Which kind of plays into lesson number seven. We're only on seven? We're only on seven. We've given so much like knowledge. Three more left. <laughs> There's only three more left. I mean, we have a hundred lessons we learned in 2018. I know, yeah. Some of which are not podcast appropriate. But, but then this really would be art or hour. It really would and be. And it would be too long. We can't do that to anybody. We can. Number seven is empathy is still a necessary element in the boardroom. So this is sort of a hot topic because obviously we're females in business and we have natural qualities um, that are a little bit different than sort of a hard-edged, perhaps, man in a boardroom. And sometimes they're used against us in a mm-hmm. negative way. Yeah. Oftentimes, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but we feel absolutely discriminated against in certain arenas because we, you know, enter a professional capacity and people immediately judge us because we're young or because, you know, of, of various reasons, and it's tough. And we still like to approach any sort of boardroom, any sort of pitch, any sort of client relationship with our experience, mm-hmm. um, you know, our professional aptitudes. And then also, I'm not ashamed to have empathy and to yeah. try and understand somebody and where they're coming from because at the end of the day, every single one of our clients and every single one of the businesses that we interact with are trying to do something out of like the goodness of their hearts Mm -hmm. and because they believe in their business and they believe in their narrative and they just want their story to be told. And that is something we can empathize with. And I think it's something that is very topical at the moment, especially, you know, I don't want to get political, but in the political sphere right now that's going on across North America and what's happening there is a lot of time, again, these things that make women, women are used against them in a negative capacity. And what I truly believe is starting to change, and it's only going to change by more you know, women coming into leadership roles, mm-hmm. is to recognize your strengths mm-hmm. and recognize the things that make us women are strengths in the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of time men will use them in a way to say, oh, you're too emotional. Mm-hmm. But empathy is such an important mm-hmm you know, characteristic to say, Hey, I understand what you're feeling and what you're thinking, even to men, because men have feelings and men have, you know, a lot of emotional capacity as well to say, okay, that's something that we can use here in order to tell your story. Yeah. Right. So using those strengths and not saying, Oh, I can't be feminine here because Mm -hmm. I'm going to look like I'm weak. No, take that and say, that's what makes me strong. I'm proud to be a woman in business. So am I. Because of these qualities. Exactly. Because I think it makes us more dynamic. 100%. More able to pivot. And I love when I see, you know, that collaboration too, because sometimes there is, you know, a male in the room that has a completely different lens than us and a different um, sort of understanding of what's happening. And then we can come to this sort of medium, this happy Mm -hmm. medium and, and what we're making the decision on. But working together is mm-hmm. great. It doesn't yeah. always just have to be that one way that maybe a man has decided that it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And using those strengths and saying, yeah, 
I'm a woman. Yeah, I'm uh, maybe I have a bit more emotional capacity than you. Maybe mm-hmm. I have more empathy. Maybe I have more sympathy. How can we use that in order to make yeah. this work? Yeah. I mean, if we were in the boardroom with Dr. Phil, then, you know, <laughs> I think it might would be it might get a little weird. It might get a little weird, it might get right? Because he'd be so empathetic. He'd be like, shut up, Dr. Phil. Although he's not always that empathetic. He's not. He's kind of tough. No, he's kind of really he's tough. He's kind of like, tough. Like somebody's like, oh my God, you know, I accidentally married my cousin. And he's like, well, get a grip. <laughs> he's like, wow, you'll find him. Yeah. <laughs> Is that? No, that's a terrible no, that was really good. <laughs> it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be doing. No, okay, oh I'm my God. Stop. Yeah, this wow. Is, this is good. Now we're somewhere different. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yeah. Number eight. And this one's a little bit close to home for Uh-oh. us. May not have to do with you, but it's it's a good one for us. And we, we have a few stories from this guy. Yeah. Okay, number eight. Work trips are great, <laughs> especially if they involve three bottles of Pinot Noir in a Holiday Inn hot tub in Kelowna. These are the fertile grounds from which new businesses are born. Yeah. You know what? This is a true story. Absolutely. Hannah and 100%. I have taken a few work trips to Kelowna for a wine plant, and it's unbelievable the things you think of when you actually remove yourself from the office. From the office and from your comfort zone. Yes. Right? The comfort zone is a dangerous place to be. And then add in three bottles of Pinot Noir. Very good Pinot Noir, by the way. Yeah. And then these things kind of become realities, right? I mean, we've had ideas for so many different aspects of bringing things into our business that come Mm -hmm. out of, again, normally it's a common denominator of wine Mm -hmm. and maybe a hot tub, but... We're making corkscrews now. (laughs) And it's very lucrative. (laughs) It's incredible. And then I'm starting a candle business, and <laughs> Sam's really excited about it. Very excited. I can't <laughs> wait to see the business plan. But it's true in that, you know, we we throw things at the wall. Mm-hmm. We throw, you know, darts at the wall and hope see they what stick. You know? I'm actually a pretty good dart thrower. Are you? Well, yeah, occasionally. At well, the bar. some of your ideas have been really <laughs> off-center, so no, I'm just kidding. But it's true. You know, you throw things at the idea. Some of them stick. Some of them don't. But that allows you to keep on being creative. Yeah. And business development is such a massive part of there what we do. There needs to be space for that creativity exactly. and for thinking outside of the box. And it needs to be like a safe arena for you guys as business partners or you as a sole proprietorship or wherever you are. Or just the business. founder yourself. Yeah. Yeah to sort of continue to imagine things because you can get so stuck in the loop of where your business is and what the next what the next year is going to look like mm-hmm. and um you get very uncreative yeah and because you're stifled in a way too right you're kind of stuck and you 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 can't see outside of your mm-hmm. business because you're too in it mm-hmm. and getting away you know, maybe this goes back to that other lesson of, of you know, taking that time to to take a wellness day or get disconnected a little yeah. bit. But it's so true, and it's been really good for us as business partners to be able to take that time to say, "Hey, what else do we want to do? Mm-hmm. How do we want to grow this beast? How do we want to grow this enterprise?" And and that's something that I'm so grateful for. But Me I think too. that it is something that sometimes people don't do. Don't do. And I think it's perfect because it leads into – it's almost like we planned this, but we didn't. I know. We did not. It leads into number nine, um, which is about mentorship. And Roots and Ardor started a charity program called Mentorship. Very punny. Very punny. Which um, is a session that we have um, every quarterly, so four times a year. Mm-hmm. And we have different speakers, and they speak to different parts of sort of that intersection between business and personal life and different topics we're struggling with. And it's meant for people really of all ages, but 
maybe young women and men who are entering into their careers and are a little bit confused and just like we were and are Mm -hmm. and want to meet people and hear about different people who have had success stories in different sort of arenas and industries and feel a little bit less alone. So number nine is mentorship is as important as we thought it was. We need more safe spaces to connect and feel less alone and we need help from one another to succeed. So it may be true that no man is an island and no woman is an island with a spa. I, I just feel like if women had islands, we'd have spas. We would. We'd have waterfall features. We'd be doing like sand, you know, oh. pedicures and sort of like excursions. <laughs> and maybe we'd have a maybe a vineyard on that island. And, and men's um, island would be so boring. It would be like castaways. I just don't be a volleyball. I don't know if it's the climate for grapes, but <laughs> one can dream. But let's grow them. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's grow them anyways. Let's think outside it's the box. It's a pinotage noir. <laughs> but it's so true because. Sam and I really, you know, we started this business and, you know, I'd love to say that we knew what we were doing, but we really didn't because no one really knows what they're doing, let's be honest. And we, you know, Sam had this experience where she had mentors in her life and it was really a beautiful thing for you. Mm -hmm. And I had the opposite experience where I wasn't Mm -hmm. lucky enough to find someone that was my mentor. Mm -hmm. And so we both kind of came from different ends of the spectrum and we came together to create a mentorship session where we could facilitate mentorship in all different shapes and forms. You know, mm-hmm. we we make it really raw and really organic and the conversation is authentic. And that's something that's super important to our business. But it is, it that was born out of a, an opportunity for us to get out of our space. Yeah. Right? And we to w- not focus on digital media every day. Yeah. Not on what we do really, but like why we're doing it. Exactly. And it came down to staying authentic to our purpose and staying authentic to that social consciousness as well. Because mm-hmm. it's sometimes it's hard. You know, those mentorship events are hard for us to put on and it takes away from, you know, time that we could be spending in our business and maybe thinking of other ways to grow our business. Mm-hmm. But it's something that was important to us and it made us come back to the root, mm-hmm. roots and ardor fits well, the root of what we're doing as a business. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was so important to us. So, you know, We'll, we'll share more about mentorship. We can yeah. spell it out for you if you don't the get the pun there. The next one is on February 27th. Yeah. Here we go. We just made this podcast very timely, but it's okay. We we'll, I we'll, like it. There we go. Now we have to put I'm it out. I'm putting pressure on it. <laughs> now like, we have to put it out before February 27th. Yes. yes, we are. Okay. And this brings us to our last lesson. I hope you guys aren't uh, sleeping there. <laughs> no C's there? Okay. The three B's of business. <laughs> Bravery boundaries, and bookkeeping. I mean, yeah. Can you get any more real and authentic than that? Honestly, like bravery because you have to be crazy as fuck to start your own business. <laughs> we have to say fuck in this podcast. And we said it once. We can't, you did I? said it twice. Oh, really? No, well, no. Oh, okay, 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 okay yes. I, you know, yeah. I was waiting for the first fuck. <laughs> I was waiting now for it. Now there's been three. Now there's been three fucks. Okay. Four. Well, Four facts, five. We'll put it in the jar, <laughs> a toonie in the jar. But it's so true. So bravery is obviously massive. And I feel like bravery really plays into the beginning of a business, mm-hmm. right? And then boundaries comes in sort of in the middle of a business, right? Boundaries should come in quicker than it does. It does. That's so true. Because but it often comes in in the middle because the people are afraid of putting up those boundaries. Yeah, because you're like, yes, I will play your Juliet to your Romeo. Yes, I will do anything for you. Yes, I'm a graphic designer, although I've had no experience. Yes, I'll build your website when I've never even <laughs> logged into Squarespace. Absolutely. And so you like you learn as you go and you keep saying yes until you figure out I should say no sometimes and develop these boundaries for the betterment 
detriment of myself and my company. A hundred percent. And that's and then that leads us to bookkeeping. Which because is bookkeeping came in a little bit too late for us, but it should come I in hope sooner. The CRA isn't listening. I uh, know. You know what? I feel I feel like that was a well-rounded list. I feel mm-hmm. like that was 10. We could have done a hundred, but keeping it simple. Yeah. Those are the most predominant things that came up in in 2018 for us. And man, we are going to have another 10 for 2019. We're just getting started. So this concludes the first ever episode of Arter Hour. There it was. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope we haven't lost you. And we will see you again for our next topic. All about how to find a good business partner and what we look for, which should be educational. So can't wait for you to tune in.